Praise the Lord. Welcome to the official GVPC podcast. My name is Pastor Chris Keats. I am the pastor of Gila Valley Pentecostal Church in Safford, Arizona. We're so glad to have you here listening to this podcast. We pray that it richly blesses you. And God bless you. to be able to fellowship with him and his dear family. I give honor to my good friend, Brother Zerpoli, my dear wife, wouldn't be anything without her. Brother Foster, what a, what a great message today. Thank you for the word. Amen. Good fellowship yesterday. But we're here today. I'd like to to share something that God gave me not too long ago. It's been dealing with me ever since he put it on my heart. And before I read my text, I just want to ask you a question here today. Have you ever felt like you're just in the way? Have you ever been there where you just felt like you're uncomfortable? You're in the way. Well, I'm here to tell you something. That's a good place to be. There's a good place to be. If you'll open your the Bibles with me uh, to Exodus chapter 5, uh, verses 15 through 21. Exodus 5, 15 through 21. I'm a preacher, so if I get excited and it gets loud, sound man will have to tune me back a little bit. Uh, but I like to teach the Word of God. Exodus chapter 5, verse 15, it says, Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried unto Pharaoh, saying, Wherefore dealest thou thus with thy servants? There is no strong given unto thy servants. And they say to us, Make brick, and behold, thy servants are beaten. But the fault is thine own people. But he, Pharaoh, said, Ye are idle. Ye are idle. Therefore ye say, let us go and do sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now and work, for there shall no straw be given you. Ye shall deliver the tally of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel did see that they were evil. They were in evil case. After it was said, ye shall not minish aught from your bricks of your daily task. And this is where it gets interesting. And they met Moses and Aaron, who stood in the way, as they came forth from Pharaoh. And they said unto them, The Lord look upon you and judge because you have made our savor to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh. 
and in the eyes of his servants to put a sword in their hand to slay us. But I want to preach to you this morning or this afternoon about the fact that Moses and Aaron stood in the way. They stood in the way. Would you pray with me right now? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the power of your word. We ask, Almighty God, your blessings. Minister unto us, Almighty God, as we give and yield our service unto you. We ask that you would help us while we stand in the way. Help us, Lord, to fight. Help us to work. Help us to reach for more of you as we stand in the way today. We ask it in your precious name, in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Today, I'd like to take you on a journey. In other words, I want to take you from where we are to where we are to be. It's called the way. Brother Foster was talking about uh, uh, the finished course, getting to the end. I'm here to talk to you a little bit about that journey in between where we are and where we are to be. How many in here know that God has called you to go beyond where you're at? Can you say amen? It's called the way. We find Moses and Aaron waiting on the judges of Israel, the leadership of Israel, which were content in their bondage. That was the problem. They were content in their way of life, and they were pleading before Pharaoh that he would not uh, take away their straw, but because Moses and Aaron had come before Pharaoh and had said, we need to go and sacrifice unto the Lord, the Pharaoh said, who is God that I should serve him? And it's not Moses and Aaron now that are before the Pharaoh, but it is the judges or the leadership of Israel that is pleading their cause before Pharaoh, and Pharaoh would have nothing to do with what their argument was. He plugged his ears, so to say, from their complaint and their petition. And they said, you've made our, our savor to be dishonored in the eyes of Pharaoh. I thank God that Moses and Aaron stood in the way. As the leaders of the children of Israel are exiting the palace, it says that Moses and Aaron were waiting for them who stood in the way. They didn't step aside to the left or the right. They stayed right smack dab in the way between where they were and where they were going. They wanted to go back to their normal lifestyle, and they were upset because Moses and Aaron had gotten in the way. They were used to bondage. They were in the fourth generation of bondage, 400 years. They never knew what freedom was all about. And yet the Bible says that when Moses was called, it was because they were praying for freedom. And when freedom came knocking on the door, they weren't ready for it. 
Thank God that Moses and Aaron stood in the way. Bondage was where they were and freedom would only come from the palace. So it was a perfect place for their meeting. It was where they were and where they wanted to be that they met Moses and Aaron in the way. The way is where, what connects one place to another. Moses received his call from God while he stood on Mount Sinai. But God didn't say, I want you to stay here. We all love to stay on the mountaintop. Where we can, we're at peace in the presence of God. It's an awesome thing. But God didn't call Moses to stay there. He said, this is the starting point. Now you go to the palace and you plead on behalf of my children that are in bondage. I'm going to set them free. He was to go to Pharaoh and demand the release of Israel. I want you to understand something, folks. We like to be in the location where we can say, I, I want to stand still and know that he is God. But the majority of our Christian walk is not found in where we were or where we're going to be. It's found in the way in between. He was to go to Pharaoh and demand the release of God's children. The majority of Moses' life was not at point A or point B. It was always in that position of in-between, in the way. The reason why he was in the way was because victory is in the way. It's the way that separates one event from another. It's the gateway unto victory, and that is found in the way. It is where the true battles are fought. It's where real victory is won. You see, we want to get to the victory, that's at the end. We want to go from where we are in defeat to victory. And the only way you're going to get there is to get in the battle, which is in the way. It's in the way from defeat to victory, from where we are to where we need to be. And for them, the palace of Pharaoh was what connected them to their future. The way is what connects life events and circumstances, and it's the path that you and I are on today. Now, I don't see anybody here with a halo or wings. Can you say amen? So, I, I have my granddaughter. Sometimes, I, my wife corrected me, and she said, "I call her my little angel." And one time I was sitting there and saying, I said, what happened to your halo today? I think I see some horns sprouting out. My wife looked at me and go. 
I'm sorry, I said it's just tipped a little bit. Let me straighten it. We deal with those issues because we're in the way. Our issues aren't the problem. We are. Issues are part of the way. And we're going to deal with issues because you and I are in the way. You're in the way of the devil having victory. That's a good place to be. He wants you to follow a path that isn't meant to be. He wants you to live in unrighteousness and just go with the flow. But I want you to know that God wants you to get in the way of that. Because there's a victory that you and I need to have. Once in a while we feel a little bit of that victory. But it's as your pastor says, sometimes, you know what, we get in the midst of the battle and we forget that there's a war that goes beyond the just simple battle that I won to, I've won today. And I've gotten to the end of one journey, but it's just the beginning of another one because that's the process of the way. The way is a place of resistance. Moses and Aaron had brought a curse upon the children of Israel, or at least that's the way it seemed. Instead of delivering them, they had increased their difficulty. Man, I'll tell you what, if you're a new convert, don't think that life is going to get easier. If, if you've decided you're going to live for Jesus Christ, things don't get easier, they get more difficult. The leaders of Israel were rebuked, rebuking this so-called deliverer. As pastors, as a pastor, you and I understand the fact that sometimes people don't understand where we're trying to take them. We're not trying to get it so life is easier for you here. There's a goal that lies beyond the clouds. To live as Christ and to die is gain. My treasure isn't here. Israel just wanted life to be simple, to deliver. They just wanted freedom. They didn't want to move. They didn't want to fight. They didn't want to do anything. You don't get anything when you don't do anything. The meeting in the way was not a pleasant one. The, the, the leaders of Israel were rebuking their deliverer and tensions were high. Stress was at its peak. Questions about the mission and the calling were everywhere. The way is a place of decision. I don't know about you, but I realize that every day I wake up, I have to make a decision for Christ. It's not a one-time deal. Matter of fact, I don't, I don't like it when somebody says, well, I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart because the fact is this, it doesn't matter if you accept him, does he accept you? And yet I know that I need to make a choice for him every day that I live. Israel was looking at Moses and Aaron, what are you doing to us? Please, as saints of God, realize your pastor has one intent and one intent only to get you to that glory land. To get you to the promised land. 
Moses and Aaron had one goal in mind. We're going to take you to where God's going to take us. We're going to go to the promised land. We're going to go to a land flowing with milk and honey. It's going to be a place of freedom. No more Pharaoh. No more Egypt. No more taskmasters. No more bricks to make. You won't have to worry about straw unless you're making bricks for yourself. You say amen. They looked at Moses and Aaron said, you pumped us up with false hope. I don't know how many times somebody's told me that. You can't deliver us. Instead, you're increasing our troubles. Well, that's because your goal is wrong. Your eye is not on the prize. I, I, my troubles increase in life, and life becomes more difficult when I'm trying to live for myself instead of living for God. Can you say amen? I, I remember my pastor's daughter was sharing a testimony, and I'll never forget it to this day. It was a great, great testimony that she said, to live for God hard is easy, and to live for God easy is hard. So Moses had to make a decision that day in the way. What do I do? Where do I go from here? You see, that's the difficulty of the way. It's where we make our choices. And the way is a place of many difficult decisions. Moses had to understand the nature and the power of the calling in his life. And it was in the way that he did just that. You see, the way seems so innocent, but it's a place of fierce battle and fear. And Moses turned from that meeting, not, not to go another way, but to seek advice from the one that had sent them in the first place to the palace in Egypt. He prayed. We need to always remember when we're conf confronted by something in the way, we need to remember that when the things get difficult in the way, it's time to seek God more. Reestablish the call of God in your life. I, I like what Brother Foster said in Morning Manna. He said, we need to go back to the beginning and realize what this was all about in the first place. I have to constantly remind myself, I will not always be a pastor, but I will always be a saint. Someday, if the Lord tarries, I will not be the one behind the pulpit, and I've got to be the one that sits in the pew and says, amen, pastor, that's it. Preach the word, take me to heaven, that's where I want to go. Moses got a side of the way, and he said, I'm going to seek God and find out, is this really what you called me to do? Thank God that Moses didn't step out of the way. So as he turned and he talked to God, he, he said, uh, I, he realized it's not time to change directions or run away. It's time to understand that call more perfectly. You see, sometimes you don't have to, you have to understand this as a leader. Sometimes 
uh, you have to get out in front of everybody else. And, and the leader sees on the other side of the hill because he's the first one that's cresting the top of the mountain. Some of the others that are following, following behind, following that leader, don't always see the victory that lies on the other side. And they'll question the leader. And that's where it's our responsibility to make sure that we're making the right decisions in the way. It's where the rubber meets the road. It's where dreams become reality. It's where our walk with God really takes place. Please, 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 don't run away from the way. You see, I could call it just simply life, but it's more understood when I call it the way. Life isn't lived in one moment, and yet it is moment by moment we live life. We need to understand today the power of the way. The way has the power to transform us and to provoke us into action. The fact that we are standing in the way means that we are not yet where we belong. Moses and Aaron weren't sitting in the way. They weren't lying down in the way. They weren't sitting on a couch in the way. They were standing in the way. When we stand, that means we're moving. Can you say amen? We're, in a, we're positioning ourselves to move. We need to stand in the way. We need to be ready to live this life with everything that we've got because that's what God has called you and I to do is to live life to its fullest. Now is not the time to quit. Can you say amen? We can't quit the way. It wasn't on the mountain and it wasn't in the palace that made Moses the man that he was. It was in the way. If we can't stand in the way, then we will never get to where we need to go. We will never do what we need to do and we will never become who we were meant to become. We become what God has called us to be in the way. Don't curse your life. It is the blessing of God to make you who you are to be. We become what God has chosen us to be in the way. The way has the power to make you or break you. Do you realize that if Moses failed in the way, Israel would still be in bondage? There would have been no plagues, no Passover, no day of deliverance. And if it wouldn't have happened for them, it would have never happened for you and I. Thank God that Moses didn't fail in the way. You see, salvation was paid for in the way. Why? Because the death angel flies when we win in the way. Because the lamb is slain when we win in the way. Because the sacrificial blood flows when we're in the way. 
and we win in the way. I want to live for you, God. I want to give you my heart. I want to do what's right. I'm going to make my, my life something that is good for you. I'm going to love you in the way, Lord, whether it's good or bad, whether I've got straw or not. I'm going to live for you in the way. If the leadership says keep on pressing on, well, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep on pressing on. You see, the calling of life is the way. If Jesus never carried his cross, how could he ever ask us to carry ours? The true victory of the cross was won in the way. Yesterday, uh, we had they were having a nice baby shower here. And uh, as Brother Keith said, I don't mind the food, but when they start all the games, you know, that's not for me. And we all said amen. So we gathered together at Jerry's. And we had coffee and good food and great fellowship. But while we were in the way, somebody started... I, Somebody, st somebody started bringing up the fact of the way that Christ carried his cross. And they started talking about him, how he stumbled and fell under the weight of the cross. And there was Simon that would come and carry his cross for him. And, and we started, and, and, and Brother Zerpoli looked at me because I already told him what I was going to preach. And he just smiled and said, hmm. You see, it's called the Via Della Rosa. The true victory of the cross was because Jesus made it when he was in the way. They didn't crucify him right there in front of Pilate, but then no, they took him out, put a cross on his shoulder, and he said, you're going to walk up that path, that Via Della Rosa, you're going to walk to Calvary. Thank God that he didn't fail in the way. Many that make their way to Jerusalem today will walk in the steps of what is called the Via Della Rosa, the path of suffering. And it is when Jesus was on the way, the way from judgment to Calvary. I, I've asked the soundman, he's going he's gonna to play a song for you today. It's an older song. Please, it just kind of dates me. But I think you'll enjoy it if, if you would.
Este día en Jerusalén, los soldados le abrían paso a Jesús, mas la gente se acercaba para ver a And Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Today your way is where you're at and maybe where you need to be. An altar is a place we come and we 
live our way, or should I say we live his way? Would you stand with me this morning or this afternoon? Today is all about what happens in the way. Where you are to where you can be. Our salvation is only complete when we are able to stand in the way. Today, we need to seek his face, understand his call, believe and obey his gospel, press towards the mark, stand in the midst of opposition, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. We need to fight the good fight. And we need to finish our course. And this all happens when we're in the way. Today, maybe you'd like to get in the way. Maybe you'd like to make your way from your altar or from your pew to the altar. Don't let the enemy hinder you in that way. Fight and resist the pride and say, I'm going to make a step, but I'm going to make a step of faith. Would somebody come today and say, I'm willing to step in the way. I'm willing to follow the call. I'm willing to sacrifice my life for his, for his call, for his play, for his way. Here I am, Lord, I give myself to you today. I give my heart into your hands. My life is in your hands, Lord. Grant me your mercy and your grace. Help me walk in this way, Lord. Help me follow after you. God, here I am. Here I am. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it, just reach out to God right now. Commit yourself to his way. Commit yourself to his call. Commit yourself to his understanding. Here I am, Lord. Teach me. Lead me. Guide me. Direct me. Help me, Lord. Forgive me for my sorrow. Forgive me for my troubles, Lord. Forgive me for my doubt and my fear. Help me walk in your way. Help me walk after your light. Help me point the way, Lord. Help me carry my cross. Help me carry my cross.